Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. All right, I've got a fun little episode for everyone today. So I interviewed the director of the new film, Man on the Run, Cassius Michael Kim. He is so fantastic and smart. And this movie is crazy. I mean, the whole story is essentially crazy. And I hadn't heard of this before. So Joe Lowe is, let's just call him a Malaysian billionaire, just for all intents and purposes. Now I'm about to tell you this story and you're going to realize slowly that he's not actually a billionaire. It was all fake. So he was born in Malaysia to a wealthy family and he actually studied in the UK and then he ended up going uh, to the Wharton School of Business at UPenn. Now, throughout his life, he made lots of different connections and he ended up getting involved in the 1MDB scandal. Now, this scandal revolves around the misappropriation of billions of dollars from the Malaysian government investment fund. So Jolo allegedly played a key role in facilitating the embezzlement and money laundering activities that were associated with this scandal. So he essentially funded this extravagant lifestyle for himself and others Uh, through money that was supposed to go to the Malaysian people for living and education. And yeah, just really, really bad. And he essentially took this money and funded the entire movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. He dated Miranda Kerr. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, He dated Miranda Kerr, the Victoria's Secret angel. He gave her $7 million worth of diamonds. I mean, he gave Leonardo DiCaprio a $7 million painting. And obviously, amid the investigation, they had to give all of this stuff back. But you can Google search him. Like He was seen partying with Paris Hilton. It, It seems like he just wanted to be a part of the Hollywood elite. And I would imagine that Hollywood is pretty embarrassed by all of this because what he did was crazy. And I feel like they always seem to get duped by people. Like if you have money, they're like, Ooh, fund my project. We don't need to look into anything further. But anyway, he essentially started catching on that they were looking for him, the authorities, and they knew something was up and they ended up arresting one of his, uh, employees in 2018, and he's been on the run ever since. So I'm excited for you to hear what Cassius has to say about everything because it's so interesting. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today 
at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. American history is full of infamous people like D.B. Cooper, Bonnie and Clyde, and John Wilkes Booth. Places like Alcatraz Prison and the Bermuda Triangle. And events like the Salem Witch Trials, the Black Sox Baseball Scandal, and the Osage Murders. I'm Chris Wimmer. Join me on the Infamous America podcast for stories of some of the darker chapters of American history. All told with cinematic music. Find Infamous America wherever you're listening now. Well, thank you for joining me, Cassius. I I want everybody to watch your new film. I want everybody to know about this story, Man on the Run. It's crazy. I had no idea about any of this. So how did you stumble across this crazy, crazy story? Uh, You know, I tangentially heard about a lot of these things as they were happening in real time. You know, um, there were coverage in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and stories that were taking place, especially about the involvement in the uh, Wall Street movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it came down to tell the whole story, uh, it was really virtue of Bradley Hope and Tom Wright's book, Billion Dollar Whale. Uh, they were the two Wall Street Journal reporters who kind of tied the loose ends together uh, and put together all the various reporting that had been done in Malaysia and the States. And, you know, it's a tome about one of the craziest scandals of our time that reaches all the furthest parts of our society, uh, places that people just kind of often dream about, Hollywood, Wall Street, the Middle East royalty, the White House. Uh, and it's a story, it's a page turner that doesn't get any more boring. It gets more crazy and more exciting the further it goes. So obviously when you read something like that, you're like, well, how can I put this on the big screen? And yeah. that's what I try to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so funny because I'm like very plugged in to pretty much everything um, when it comes to pop culture and it comes to, you know, the news. And I guess in 2016, I, I wasn't working in news, so I wasn't as plugged in, but I would have thought that this would have been publicized more, I guess, just because it's crazy. But in my head, just, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I, I do, uh, I know once someone says that you're like, cause you are, uh, no, but when, you know, I tend to think that Hollywood, would, since they were involved, you know, Joe Kim and did I, did I pronounce his name right? Jo, jo, Joe Lowe. Joe Lowe. Sorry. Joe Lowe. Yes. Joe Lowe. He, you know, he was, gosh, I think I read that Leonardo DiCaprio had to return like a $7 million Basquiat that he gave him. Miranda Kerr had to return all this jewelry. So I felt like because they were intertwined, the cycle kind of buried this story. I don't know if you agree. Uh, you know, I do agree. I think there are a lot of elements. There are a lot of people who are embarrassed, uh, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And I think we see it even now with, you know, our film. Um, I can't even begin to tell you about how many rejections I've gotten from film festivals or how difficult it's been to find like a home for the film ultimately. Although I think we're on the verge of it, but there are a lot of elements in our society, um, who don't want this story out there. Um, and for, you know, reasons that can be blase or nefarious. Um, yeah, I mean, he's still missing. He's still on the run. They have not, they have not captured him. So I can see why people don't want to look at their, um, 
I don't know if it's like their shortcomings or like their, you know, lack of doing their job. That sounds a little rough, but yeah, there you go. Dirty laundry. Yeah. So I think that's super important that like this guy is, he's very intelligent. I mean, really smart. But also no bodies are buried. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, continue. The metaphor, you know, maybe yeah, not. No, <laughs> no but con- continue with that, if you will. I mean, I think uh, what separates this case from a lot of cases is that there's just such a vast network of people who enabled and benefited from the money stolen. I mean, we're talking, it's hard to pinpoint the real number, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it ranges between $4.5 billion to up to $11 billion dollars. That was, I mean, you can't just steal that single-handedly. You need the help of dozens, if not hundreds of people, everyone who has their hand out to get a piece of the pie. So there is a network, a vast network of people out there who benefited from this very tangibly, and they don't want this out there. Um, Why would they? Because they think they've gotten away with it. You know, I have investigative journalist friends who tell me anytime there's some shady financial project, even now, that requires financing, mm-hmm. odds are high that 1MDB money is involved somehow because people are still trying to launder this money uh, to make it usable. Otherwise, they're just sitting on it. Yeah, and That's yeah, why and- people bought so many paintings and then gifted them to people because it was his way of laundering that money. Right. And where, what would this money have been used for if he did not embezzle it? The goal would have been to invest in the infrastructure of Malaysia. Uh, to invest in, like, the the Infrastructure Act that passed our Congress a couple years ago, like, to invest in bridges, roads, hospitals, schools, things to uplift the lives of Malaysians who, on average, earn less than $18,000 a year, and a significant portion of the population earns less than half of that. So this is a people uh, where a vast portion of the populace lives in poverty, abject poverty, and this money... Yeah was to be spent improving their lives, but instead it was stolen and used to enrich the lives of the wealthiest in the country. I mean, that that says a lot right there. I'm just thinking about, you know, Malaysia in general and how that could have gone to a free education for, you know, many, many kids who don't have the opportunity to get an education or whatever. And that that is just so disgusting. That is just so bad. Um, when you, gosh, I guess I didn't realize that was the number. It was upwards of uh, billions of dollars and and that's just horrible. And I was reading about him and I mean, I, I read that he dated Miranda Kerr, the Victoria's Secret supermodel. And I just, I don't really believe it. Um, and again, it goes back to maybe, you know, she's really embarrassed because, you know, she accepted all these gifts. But man, that would have been pretty cool if, you know, she spoke to you guys and, you know. (laughs) I think she was not to want to, I guess. Did Uh, you guys reach out to her or Paris or any of their? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we have it on very good sourcing that they were very much intimately involved. Um, You know, he bought her this acrylic see-through piano that she built a wing of her house around. He gifted her $8 million in pink diamonds for Valentine's Day, took her around the world in a super yacht. Um, it's a real thing. You know, they met at New Wanjo restaurant in Koreatown in New York City one night. Uh, nominally, they sat together and she quizzed him about 
her new up and coming makeup line and how a businessman as himself could help her expand her footprint. And that's where it all started. Yeah, I can tell that's what most of these celebrities were very, very uh, interested in. You know, all the pictures you see of him, it's like, how can you fund my new dumb, stupid project that I'm like, you know what I mean? That I'm, st- I don't know, that I've done no research on. I've got, you know, I- you get what I'm saying where it's like, oh, this celebrity has this now, this celebrity's doing that. Like, cool. Um, but what, just curious, um, and I don't know if you can share anything like this, but when you did reach out to their camps or their reps or whatever, I mean, did you get any kind of response from like Paris or Britney or Ludacris, whoever, or were they just like, didn't even respond to you? It kind of ran the gamut. Uh, sometimes we wouldn't hear anything. Sometimes we would just get a polite, you know, no, um, yeah, I mean, I think, and we pursued it yeah. multiple times. Obviously, we're not just doing one email and being like, oh, this will be it. No, no, we, yeah, of course. we wanted to offer everyone an opportunity to set the record straight, right? And, and you'd think they want to. <laughs> I think they'd rather just the story went away. Mm. I mean, I in your opinion, do you think that he's going to be found anytime soon? I hope so. Um, I think he has a lot to answer for. So I hope that he is found. I hope that Malaysia, under the leadership of the new prime minister, Anwar Ibrahim, can negotiate a successful extradition with China. But obviously, there's uh, geopolitical realities in that part of the world with Malaysia and China's relationship uh, that maybe Jolo is no longer the most important thing in that relationship. And, you know, Circumstances change by the day, but that also includes Jolo's viability uh, to be an intelligence asset for the Chinese government and how much use of, is he to them. Um, so, I mean, that, I think that's an open question for a lot of us who are invested in the story. Yeah, definitely. And where can people find you if they want to follow your work? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at CassiusMK. Uh, you can also follow my company, The Smoking Section, and Man on the Run Film. And then, yeah, you can find me around. I'm usually somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then how, how can people watch the movie right now if they want to see it? So right now it's in theaters in New York and LA. And then we're opening in Singapore and Malaysia in the coming weeks. And then we hope to have some news very shortly about where you'll be able to find this after the theatrical run. I love that. And everybody that's in theaters should literally look around to see who's in the theater because you see in movies right when someone goes to see it who the film is about and they're just sitting there with their baseball cap on <laughs> like everybody should look out for Jolo because like can you imagine he's sitting there and he's like hey, like I can amazing. totally yeah that would be so um yeah called it here anyway um Cassius thank you so much this I mean this was this has been a real treat so really really interesting stuff thanks again thank you. appreciate your time Okay, Man on the Run is in select theaters now, and I believe they are figuring out where it's going to go when it goes to streaming. So when I have an update on that, I will update everybody through this podcast, and you can go to the episode links to learn more about the film. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of Lauren Interviews.